Welcome back to the movement, guys. You got your host, Yusuf Dwerar. I got one of my fellow kings here. We got my boy, Kennedy, a.k.a. the Hookah King. Yes, indeed. Welcome Kennedy Burkhead. Sh- it's a pleasure to be show. here. Welcome you have a hell of a setup. I just wanted to tell you, thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure, honestly. No, I, you know, it's crazy, honestly. I never knew you were trying to do your own. And when you sent me that text, I'm like, that's incredible. Yeah, I've been trying to do my own for a while, to be honest. But I'm the type of guy, I'm like a perfectionist, I guess. So I've been trying on and off, you know. I've never released it to the public, but I have a lot of uh, podcasts that are on private. You should, man. And yeah, I'm just trying to take it. I feel like people won't take me seriously because, you know, when you're a 20-year-old, you know, people don't really take you seriously. So in my head, I was like, I'm 28 now. Once I'm 30, I'll start doing it on a bigger, bigger scale. And Why would you think like that? I don't know, man. Because, you know, because personally, me, I've been a fan of podcasts for years. And when I listen to like 20, a 25-year-old, maybe a 22-year-old trying to tell me something about life, I'm like, he doesn't know anything. He hasn't been through anything. So I figure once you're 30, a little bit more season, I feel people listen more, you know? Well, you have a successful business. Yeah, but people don't own that online. Yeah, but you can, talk about, yeah you can talk about, like as an example, the whole right. point, uh, why I started the podcast is because I felt I have a message I wanted to say. Absolutely. And I, want, I do want to be able to coach and mentor the youth because I feel like a lot of the times, especially if you see the ones nowadays, unbelievable, they're completely lost. No. So I'm like, I have a message. I want to bring back that lion right. heart. You know what I mean? The the warrior mentality and all that stuff. So when I, even when I, uh, and on top of that, I want to, it's good, it's good networking. I already have it's a good few, bu- I have a few businesses. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not promoting them here, but right. I'm just saying you do have. I'm sure you have a few uh, people hit you up just off the strength of the podcast, right? For you know, funny enough, not for the, not for yeah. the business. Yeah, not no, for business. not for the business. Okay. Because I won't, I don't talk much about the business aspects. Exactly. Like I just own a bunch of them. Exactly. Me too. I didn't want, let's say, I, like, inshallah, when I do start my podcast, I never wanted to be anything associated with my business, like businesses. I want to be something completely different, right? Strictly podcasting and really in, uh, enter that world. Because you want to enjoy it. Otherwise, you're going to feel like you're strapped. Yeah. That's the same way I thought about it too. Right. Because I'm like, literally, if I start talking, I said uh, the last episode at the end, I was telling them how uh, I'm starting a couple things called sure. uh, the council, right? And that's to be part of the inner circle. Sure. And then that's what we'll give life advice, you know, how to so life coaching, about coaching program? Yeah. stuff like that. You know what I yeah. mean? But I said, and I, I threw out, I have a couple other projects going on, Sure. but I don't actually genuinely uh, promote. To be, I want to know about my guests. I want to know about you guys, but it's perfect for you guys to be able to use the platform to be able to promote your stuff. Absolutely. I mean, because even some of the guys already that have been on the episode have already been reached out to now, Sure. which is actually crazy. You know, that's amazing. I mean, that's a, it's the amazing thing about podcasting. I think it's the networking. Absolutely. I think it's number one. Absolutely. The networking is amazing. I mean, the people you meet probably off the camera. The people you meet off the camera, it's, it's basically, you know, the opportunities that they give you. I mean, I've had a friend. He started a podcast, I would say, about a year ago. And uh, now he's doing a, a bunch of business ventures. And it has nothing to do with the podcast. But all the, the connections came from, the, from podcast. the podcast. Absolutely. It's funny that you say that. I was talking to my accountant. And he has the Volvo Canada contract, and I probably shouldn't say actually the yeah. contracts that he yeah. has, but he has a bunch of very high value clients. And then we started talking about networking. I've been a networker my whole life. That's all I've ever done, is relationships with people. That's right. that's literally what I specialize right. in. And then I was trying to think of a better avenue, but I'm like, I always techni- I've always enjoyed podcasting. I like talking to people, so I'm like, you know what? What better way to be able to capture an audience? And at the at the same time, you're gonna be able to network. So, what podcast are you personally listening to? Yeah, which ones I listen to? Yeah, I love Patrick, but David, Shout out Patrick, PBD, bro, that guy's yeah, a legend, I mean, man. You know, it's, guy. it's funny enough. I've learned a lot off him, man. Yeah, you know, like, obviously your own trials and tribulations, you learn a lot off. Of course, Patrick, but David, honestly, is he's, he's a true tried and true yeah. tested business. He started, man. I think, recently, maybe the last two years, because I became familiar with him. I believe the past year or so. Yeah, he was yeah. doing more of it, I think, that valuetainment, but that's what I was yeah. watching. He had great interviews with the, shout out to the late, great Kobe Bryant. Yeah. He had a great interview with him. He had a good one with Mike Tyson as well, and all those, um, those I don't give a guys. fuck what anybody says. I was a massive Kobe Bryant fan. I was a Lakers fan my whole life. Brother, when Kobe Bryant passed away, I was in Africa, right? Yeah. I remember I woke up, and you know when you wake up and you have like a bunch of DMs, you're like, oh, someone passed away, like something bad happened. Mm. Because I wasn't really on social media, you know, I'm in Africa, so I'm come out of the, you know. Out of this whole uh, enjoying the world. time, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm in real life, you know, enjoying real things. But I remember that day I woke up, uh, woke up maybe six, seven a.m. and I had like twelve DMs. So I'm thinking, 
Because that's just always what I think. Someone passed away. Yeah. And I look, I'm like, hey, did you hear what happened to Kobe? Did you hear what happened to Kobe? I'm like, okay, I just go on Google. And then I saw it and I, I couldn't know. believe it. I'm not going to lie. Maybe for the next 40 hours, nothing felt real. That's That's crazy. someone I, I, you know, I grew up. I mean, I played basketball my whole life. I mean, I still do when, when I have time. I don't really have as much time anymore. Bro, all right, but man, 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 Kobe passed away. I'm not gonna lie, I had a tear to me. Yeah, Especially too. his daughter. Me too. Yeah, man, that should that should mess me up, man. Yeah, man, Gigi. That should mess me up. That yeah. sucks, man. Yeah, I felt old. bad for the obviously. I felt bad for the family yeah. and the wife. Imagine that you lost your husband, you lost your kid. Yeah, the kid's different, eh? Kobe. Not at least he had a great life. Sad for, to lose 40, a spouse. Yeah, forty-one year old. He had a great life, but the, she was thirteen. She probably would have easily would have made it to WNBA. It's her whole life ahead of her and the other people in the helicopter. God rest their souls. Nah, man, no, 100%. No, I'm a massive fan of Kobe Bryant, bro. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. It's, even till this day, it's funny. Everyone keeps telling me, oh, what are you talking about? LeBron James, you got yeah. the chef. I mean, yo, I'm no, like, don't I don't care, started. bro. I grew up Kobe yeah. Bryant. I'm Same. Like, him and Allen Iverson, eh? Yeah, I mean, dude, Allen Iverson. He changed well, the game. They had to change the rules because of him. You I see know. all the people with the tattoos, the sleeves. I mean, yeah, sorry. With the braids and the hair. The, everything. Oh, you watched that? Like of his, docu his documentary? His documentary? Of course I did. I'm a basketball nerd. I watch all documentaries, everything. Oh, I mean, Stephen Marbury has a great one. I forgot the name, but he has a great one. No, I'm not, I'm not uh, if, if you start talking basketball, I can go all day. So. <laughs> I think it's better to stop now. <laughs> I'll go all day. No, I was more of a UFC guy, bro. I was more huh? of like the combat sports, football, but I haven't even yeah. watched anything. I, I'm a huge UFC guy as well. Like first Ultimate Fighter. What do you do when, I, when, you, when you get home? Long day from work. What do you do? Sure. I'm a YouTube guy, man. I'm a really? YouTube guy, yeah. Since I was a kid, I was not much of like a TV show guy. I was always just go home, go YouTube. Obviously, I used to play video games like anyone. Modern Warfare 2, all that good stuff. Yes, Halo 3, go. All that good stuff. Absolutely. But uh, for the most part, man, I grew up on YouTube. Like the people that I look up to are definitely probably basketball players and YouTubers, man. I don't really look up to celebrities, rappers, all that stuff. Um, yeah, I look up to YouTubers. I mean, uh, shout Which out. Which ones? Christian Guzman, Max Tuning, uh, Chris Jones. Uh, I don't even know anybody. Yeah, it's just it's these YouTubers. I mean, these people that started really... They, they started documenting their journey from the beginning and now they have these big companies and all the Gymshark guys, Ben Francis, if I'm not mistaken, that started Gymshark, that guy. Hmm, oh, that's else? the clothing apparel, right? Yeah, the Gymshark, Gymshark guy. I mean, just hey, seeing- man, he did a killer. Man, a killer just job. seeing the way they came, Christian Guzman, he started, I don't know if you're familiar with Athlete. No. Athlete is just a clo uh, clothing brand or more so, more so sport brand. Like an Under Armour type thing, Nike. No, no, I know. Thing. Yeah, it yeah. falls under the Gymshark thing. Exactly, yeah. So it's basically Gymshark's competition. He used to be a Gymshark athlete, and now he's at competition. And he's doing a lot of great stuff down in Houston. And Shali, like, they have a whole crew over there. I mean, and just seeing their come up, because I really watched it when they're, like, at the beginning, beginning, beginning. Mm. No subscribers. And just seeing them come up, because they're real people, right? So it's a little different when you see celebrities because you only see them as celebrities. But when you see real people vlogging and you see the come up, I mean, it's inspirational, right? You Not think to, to yourself, hey, if he can do it, you know, I, I can do it too. 100%. So it's different. Well, you know, the crazy yeah. part is, is the road to success is always the hardest road to take. But the thing is, is while you're walking that road in the beginning of your journey, sure. You have everybody that's a coward and everybody trying to pull you down. Being yeah. like, you're not going to make it. Oh, look, we have another one trying to escape. Absolutely. It's like that lobster bucket theory, right? Absolutely. The lob the, the crab bucket theory. They keep right. trying to try climb on top of each right. other. When they get to the top, they pull them back down. Yeah. The crazy part is, as soon as you get past that hump and you start seeing success, sure. now everyone's clapping for you. Oh, yeah, that's my boy or whatever. Sure, but now there's new, there's new, um, there's new challenges after that. But you the know, hardest the part. Come, you know? The, for, the random phone calls for random family members, <laughs> they come in. <laughs> what just, are you talking about? What do you mean? You know exactly what I mean. So you get over the hump, right? What's family? random phone calls from random families? I mean, you know how it is. People, let's say you're doing good in life. You're just doing good, right? Mm. You go, it, goes around the, it goes around the city. Eventually, it goes back home. And you just start getting these random WhatsApp phone calls and texts. Hey, how you doing? And you know you know what the next question is. Bro, you know, it's crazy. Everybody comes to me nowadays trying to borrow money. And I'm like, you bro, I'm never going to get a bag. I don't Why mind, but it's like... Just tell me you need 100 bucks for the sake yeah. you need 100 bucks. Don't, don't say, me. yo, can I borrow 100 bucks? Just say, yeah. I'll give it to you if I want to or not. You're not going to pay it back. Yeah, if I have it, I'll give it to you. I have no problem giving it. It's just, yeah. you know, there's no, there's, no, there's no need to be like fake about it or deceiving about it. You know what my problem about borrowing money is? You know what? Sure. I never expect the money back. First and foremost, I just want to get that out of the way. Once you give money... My best advice is never expect to get the money back. Give it out of, out of your heart. If you get the money back, that's just a bonus. And if, if, you're not, if you really need the money back, just don't give it in the first You're a religious man, eh? Yeah. I mean, I've always had this battle, right? I mean, yeah. 
hundred percent I am a religious man. Just for the fact that it's funny because the prophet thought is the same thing, you know what I mean? Absolutely. About lending out money because a lot of the times they ain't gonna pay it back. Oh, you should you know, I get asked all the time, yeah. honestly. But I won't lie to you, sometimes it gets very annoying. It's like you it know get, what? It does. What listen, now I got money, now you come to me before you don't even know how sure. to say hello. Yeah. How you doing? Of course. Ask about my son. What about my wife? Ask right. about something. You know, hey, Absolutely. how you doing, cuz? I'm good. How you doing? Good. Hey, listen, I, I'm just... Or no, they don't even say good. They, they lead you into it, eh? Sure. They rope you in. Sure. They say, how you doing? I'm fantastic. I'm great. How yeah. you doing? You know, I'm going through a hard time. Yeah. And then, then as soon as they say that, you're just thinking... You already know what's going. Yeah. How much? Yeah, I don't need to, I don't just, need to hear just, a story. I don't even want to care anymore just how yeah. much. Yeah. Respectfully, though. I don't mind. I, I mean, it's my pleasure. That, that's what I... That's like the, I think, helping my people and providing for my people. That's what I get the most enjoyment out of it. It's not buying myself uh, nice things. It's buying other people nice things and seeing them, how happy it makes them. Seeing how it makes my mom happy and at peace. I think that's what brings me the most great for. Well, they say, they say whatever you love for yourself, once you love them for your yeah. brothers. That's yeah, I live very simply. Right? I try to treat people how I want to be treated. So I was in a certain position and someone in my family or someone that was close to me was in a certain position and asked, asked for something. You know, I try to just treat people how I want to be treated. 100% not saying no, but I'm just talking about people having the right and wrong intentions. Yeah. There's a time and place for everything, right? 100%. Right. And just people have to uh, acknowledge that and understand that. You know what? Listen, if anybody, that the whole point of what we're just talking about is how it's starting off that journey to success. They're not asking you for money when you're at the bottom. We can talk about that. It started in you know journey to I mean? success. Let's talk about hookah king for the a second. Grand is ugly. How did, where did you, where, where did the idea, where did that conception of that idea take place? Okay. So this is a story. Actually, it all happened during COVID, right? Mm. I was actually in Africa during that time. I was in Djibouti, right? I've been kind of back and forth my whole life between Canada and Djibouti. Uh, Djibouti is uh, where my parents are from. Nice. So I went there. I always went there during my childhood. So I never stayed in school for more than two years. I went to probably three different primary schools, four different high schools. You're a nomad. You just hop around? Yeah, I, just, I was all over the place, right? Nice. I was in Quebec. I was back in Ottawa. I was back in Africa. I was in Cairo. I was kind of all over the place, right? I think that's why I have a skill with people. Because I grew up with all type of people. And I also skipped a grade, right? But that's another story. Yeah. So I'm in Djibouti, right? I get a phone call from my, from my stepfather, right? Big business guy. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with him. And he get, he calls me. He's like, hey, I have a... This guy uh, has a great price for for this... Uh, the, the, who, the Where I'm at now. At 309 Houghton Road. It's a, you know, it's a great deal on the table, right? So we gave an offer for the, for the place, right? For the space. And he refused for one year. He refused. Oh yeah, yeah. He refused for one year, and then, uh, and then maybe, maybe not a year, but maybe like eight, six, seven months. He couldn't find anyone. So, long story short, he accepted an offer for for, for the five year lease. And yeah, so we had a space, but we had no idea what we we're gonna do with the space, right? So we just end there, like, well, what are we gonna do? We're always, uh, you know, we're always in that hookah world, right? So we're just saying, hey, well, you already had the idea of doing shisha, right? It wasn't no, just no, we never had just the idea. Find the space, and then yeah, just we just had the out. space. Maybe I remember we had the space for like one or two months. There was nothing empty space. Wow. We just kept sitting in there, not sitting in there, literally just walking around. Hey, because this is a big space. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? And then eventually, like, hey, let's just take this hookah thing to the next level. But then we had no idea what was gonna come. And one thing led to another. We started buying supplies. Wow, you literally took the space with no idea what you're gonna no do. No idea, with? absolutely no idea what we're gonna do. And then one thing led to another, and we just put our head down, started grinding. And the grind was ugly. I'm talking 80 to 80 hours a week, probably for two years. I work 80, 80. To, I would even say 90 hours a week. Probably for two years and a half. Yeah. Maybe the last six months, I'm at like 70, 60 hours a week. And a lot, a lot of people tell me, how'd you do this? How'd you do that? And I tell them, hey, it's pretty simple. If you want to look at it, you just got to outwork everyone. Facts. People sit down, they work 40 hours a week. I'm like, hey, listen, uh, I work 80 hours a week. Like I sleep maybe five, six hours a day, yeah. every single day. And um, yeah, I'm, I think that's the secret really. You have to outwork everyone. I'm always thinking to someone trying to get my spot, right? There's a hundred people trying to have exactly what I have, trying to have my spot. So that that keeps me up at night. hundred percent. Yeah. People, I'm sure it's the same with you and your businesses, right? Yeah. You're just thinking someone wants your position, wants your spot. They want your clients. I mean, it's war, right? It's always war. It's a battle. <laughs> and it's, I'm ready for war. Because yeah. remember how I asked you, what do you do when you finish your day? Man. Yeah. That's what, when I asked you that is because sure. the way I finish my day is different. I won't lie to you. I never grew up on YouTube sure. or whatever. I was always out of the house. Sure. I was always doing some type of different business sure. dealings all the time. Yeah. All I had was money on my mind yeah. the whole time. But the reason and the purpose of the money was different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody's like, oh, I want money for the sake of I want to mm-hmm. buy a Lamborghini. I want a nice car. I want this. I want that. I want money so my father never works a day in his life. Yeah. 
Wallah, I literally told myself, I pledged that day. I'm like, my father, I'm going to take care of my dad. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, my mother too. They're both amazing parents. 100%. My parents, bro, nobody's like them. Obviously, I'm going to say that I'm biased. Yeah. But anyways, I said, I want to be able to take care of my parents. I want to take care of the family. Yes. I want them to look at me and be like, oh, they're proud of me. They were never proud, bro. I was a rambunctious me kid. Too, me too. I was the same, I was man. doing things yeah. I shouldn't have been doing me anyways. Too, man. I was the Can't same. Can't comment on them, but you I know. I was the same. But then I always wanted, at the same time, my parents' love and approval. Absolutely. And I kept chasing it. Yeah. But my whole life growing up, I just, I was high, I was hardwired just business. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? As soon as I'm done the day, it's not even done the day. I'm still yeah. doing business. It's almost like I'm doing business until I go to bed. Mm -hmm. Meeting with this guy, throwing a networking event, uh, doing a, like a shindig for us to sit down or whatever. Get to know this guy because I'm going to be able to do business with him. Network with this dude all day, literally all day. I won't lie so to you. Basically, your business twenty four seven. It's literally like that, man. Sometimes as soon as you wake up, yeah, yeah. But you know what's the crazy part is, is I learned this. I remember I was watching. I know this is crazy, but I remember I was watching. Uh, it was a, a it was a video a long time ago. Sure. It was about a, a sheikh. Yeah, and he was talking about how he studied the life of successful people. I'm like, I want to be a corporate successful businessman too. Right. I want to. I want to be in a suit and tie. Me too. I, was I like love that. that suit. I thought I was going to be a lawyer growing up my whole life. Everyone around me, my whole family thought that. Because I'm not going to I was a good student. I was a straight A and B student. I skipped a grade. That's a funny story. Actually, that was an accident. I skipped a grade. So I go to Africa, right? And uh, at the time, well, my mom and dad were divorced, right? So my mom sends me to Africa with my dad. You know, my dad, he doesn't really know what grade I'm in. So he's, he's just assuming I'm in grade five, right? Yeah. And you have to keep in mind that in Canada and uh, Djibouti, where I live, uh, they have like different names for grades. So I believe at that time it was CM1, CM2, CM1. I believe it's grade four, CM2 is grade uh, grade five, don't quote me. So he's assuming I'm in grade five. I'm supposed to be in grade four. So he puts me in grade five, right? Yeah. Three, four months down the road. I'm, I'm assuming I'm in the right class. So I'm just having regular grades. Like, I'm having good grades. So then my mom calls. She's like, hey, hey son, how's CM1, aka yeah. grade four? I'm like, oh, mom, everything is good. I'm having good grades. But it's CM2, mom, you're wrong. She's like, no, no, I know I'm right. It's CM1. But anyways, I pass me your sister. I'm like... Okay, sure, but uh, it's CM, it's CM2, yeah. you know? She's like, okay, whatever. And she talks to my sister. How's the... Uh, uh, my, my sister, too, she skipped a grade by accident. All three of us, right? Wow. So she's talking to my sister. Same story. How's this class? No, mom. Uh, class is going great, but you have the wrong class. I'm actually in this class. Next sister, same thing. She's like, hold up. There's something fishy. Pass me your dad. And then she <laughs> we pass the phone to my dad. <laughs> and she's like, are they in that grade, that grade, that grade? He's like, yeah, they're not supposed to be in those grades and, and that class. He's like, Really? They have a little back and forth, obviously. Eventually, like, you know what? We're just going to write this out. That's you know? crazy. So then I, I uh, end up finishing grade five with, with flying colors. So I come back. <laughs> I come back here. I'm supposed to go in grade five. I go to grade six. So can you imagine all my friends are like, what's happening here? That's insane. So yeah. So I just, it was a whole accident. And yeah. You'd never hear that story in Canada. Eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only outside of yeah. Canada. That's hilarious, yeah. man. But that's so the part of the mind. That's in good, my head, though. I thought I was really in grade four. So I didn't question anything, right? And I was having, I had great, good grades. But uh, yeah, that's a funny story. Well, good for you, man. Honestly, <laughs> at least you get a step out. Yeah, but, but, but back to, quick uh, to the bump, whole learning you know? thing. Yeah, so I always had good grades. I mean, I wasn't, I never studied, man. I never did my homework. I never studied. It's just, I was, I was kind of a cocky kid, right? I just yeah. thought I'm smart enough to just, so last second, I do the project. Uh, I literally study. I wake up, I study for the test. Uh, the day before I do the project, I was that guy, and I and I, it worked through high school. Nice, but man, when I went to University of Ottawa, I got humbled. I got humbled time, real man. quick. I'm thinking I'm going to be a lawyer. Let me go to criminal justice. Guess what? I have those old habits from high school, right? Never do my homework. I'm kicking it with the guys, playing basketball, doing my little side quest, you know, having fun. Yeah. And man, when it comes to those exams, boy, did I get humble. I felt everything. <laughs> oh wait, I'm not gonna you? lie to you. I felt everything. No way. Felt everything for a semester. Yeah, good. So second semester it was my my you know, my redemption. So second semester comes, I go all out, man. I'm studying. I'm doing everything the right way. I'm going to... The if boys got put yeah. to the side. <laughs> I, I got to tell them, there, you gotta log off for a second. Log off for yeah, a semester. I log off everything. I stay focused. I go to, you know, library, fifth floor, if you're familiar with the University of Ottawa. I go to the fifth floor. I'm just focused. I get probably, like, I get decent grades second semester. And then, um, and then the end of the year comes. So I fell my first semester... Uh, the second semester, I actually did pretty well. Yeah. And then I'm thinking I'm going to go to summer school, but then I get this. Uh, you remember, um, I believe um, around 2014, you remember like the uh, the West boom? Well, all the jobs down, and down in the West, the camps. Edmonton, yeah. Yeah, so I go there. I'm, I'm all about the money, right? So I could have missed out on the money. And then, so that I was go to, good money at that time. It was time. great money, man. The camps. 10K, 12K Especially at being 19-year-old. 
at 19. So I go there. I work there for a year. I stack up my money. I come back. I'm 20. I'm thinking I'm going back to school. But once you see that type of money at such a young age, yeah. you're like, why would I go back to school? And that's the thing that me and my mom, we had, we had a little, little back and forth for a few years, right? Because she knew I could have graduated school. I probably could have got my degree. But man, once you see that type of money and you understand, I guess, business and you, you see another aspect of life and you see how it's spot. You, you do need a degree. If you want to be a lawyer, you want to be an engineer, yeah. you want to be a doctor, mm-hmm. 100%, brother. Please go to, go to school. You should yeah. go to school, you know? I don't want to go and surgery. Yeah, I don't want no mechanic <laughs> operator pulling my teeth out, bro. You I don't want to go and surgery and this, this guy has never been to school, yeah. right? Yeah, I've just done everything on YouTube and Reddit. Yeah, it's yeah, like, no, yeah. that's not happening. That's you an Arab right there, bro. That's I want a someone, you know, <laughs> that's been in residence, that's been in school 12 <laughs> years, you know? So, so yeah, because I made a promise to my mom that I was going to graduate and I think I think... You did? Yeah. I, I never graduated, but I always made this promise to my mom. So I told myself, hey, if I'm not going to graduate, I'm going to give her the best life possible. And that's what I try to achieve. Good for you, man. Yeah. So what inspired you to do all these other things? These other things? Because if you're now, you're just saying that you're in school. Yeah. Was it really Alberta that took you out of the mindset of actually finishing Yes, your yes. Degree? Once I see uh, it was possible to make that type of money, I mean, I'm talking six figures, and not go to school, I mean, school is over for me. So what did you the, want to do after that? So after that, this is way back. Yeah, this was probably around um, 2015, maybe 2014. Yeah. I didn't know what I was going to do. All I know I was going to be in school. So I tried different things. I tried so many things. I felt so many Tell times. Tell me. See, these are the fun stories, bro. I felt so many times trying to do this, trying to do what that. What was your first failure? My first failure where I put money in. Well, I don't think I can talk about that on camera. <laughs> no, no. I can't go to the next failure. Go to the next failure. Right, 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 right. Yeah, we, we all had one of those. Yeah, obviously, I tried to rent cars with a few of my buddies. Mm. So we buy, we were all like, it was four of us. We buy a nice little fancy car and we rent it out. I mean, it did work, but once you're four people, you know how it goes, brother. Yeah. Once you're four people, I, I don't the, do business with more than twos. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. Trust yeah. me, I learned that the hard way. Yeah. How'd that so, go? Uh, that that went good for a summer. It was a fun summer, but after that, it's like, like you said, paperwork, right? Mm-hmm. Who owns what on paperwork? Some people felt like they were pulling more weight than the other people because it was, uh, let's go uh, 25, 25, 25. Everyone, you know, let's go equal. And then, yeah, that didn't work out too long. Not at yeah, all. Lost a few friendships there. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So I did that. I tried that one. I tried the whole uh, the whole hookah thing by myself, but you need a, you need a team behind you. You need a team behind you. That day, so when, would, when did you start the hookah thing first? The first, uh, it was always like one of like my side hustles. Mm. It was always a side hustle probably since I was like 19, 20. Uh, I have a family restaurant, right? So I just did that out Which of the one? family. It's on uh, it's on MacArthur. What's it called? It's called Are. It used to be called Akhta. Now it's called Are. Never tried it. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring you some food there. I'll, I'll invite you. I Absolutely. do like the food from that yeah. region, man. Yeah, do you like Somali food? You ever tried Somali no, food? No, I, I used to go to yeah. Shifa's all the time. I tried Shifa's, man. They're good people. Yeah. They're doing great things. Gulad and all them very good guys. Absolutely great people. Great Humble guys, family. great food. But yeah, so... Uh, uh, is the f- cuisine the same thing, by the way? Sorry to cut you off. No, no worries. You're saying? Is your food the same thing? Is it like from that region? Is that what it absolutely, is? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So we're talking about harico, we're talking about bad, which is liver, which is my favorite. I don't know if you ever tried liver. No, I don't like liver, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you ever tried the good oh, ones? Man. It's not bad, man. I'll try it, bro. Sure. But just, I don't know, man. You're not I a picky eater? I'm a massive picky eater, bro. Okay. You know what I mean? My mom hated me growing up. There's a reason, bro. <laughs> man, I eat anything. I don't really care. If it's halal, I'm going I'll to... try it. No, yeah. I'm always okay, going to try, try things. That picky. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll try it. But if I like it, I like it. I don't, I don't. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh-huh. But yeah, so I did the, the whole hookah shisha thing out of my you know, family's restaurant. It was like just a side hustle that I always had. And yeah, that, I mean, but I didn't have no work ethic, right? At that time, I was, I'll be honest with you. I was lazy, man. I like to play video games. Uh, you know, girls, video games, sports. I was a big basketball guy. I always played basketball. I had a big uh, bodybuilding phase. I think we all had when I was in my yeah, early 20s. Yeah. You know, trying to get jacked. Wish I did. I was like 200 but pounds. But man, I still want to get jacked, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, so if you see the picture of me, I'm like 20, 21. I, I, was, I was a big guy, you know. Muscular. A, big, a bigger guy. Yeah, I was definitely big, you know, lifting the waist. Yeah. And, and yeah, but that's a waste of time. You get nothing out of that. Don't get me wrong. It's good to be in good shape, but. The bodybuilding? If, if you don't get paid from it. Like the whole bodybuilding thing, if you don't get paid for you it. You know what? Honestly, I feel like it was a waste. If you're doing it just to make yourself you, you look have good to. and all that, that's the best. But if you're actually trying to like compete, right? Like don't even try to do it's it. It's expensive, you're man. To, the food? You have to. Fuck It's that, so expensive. Man. Protein, I, food, creatine, all I, that stuff. I remember I was spending like two, three K a month at that time being back Tell in the day it. as well. People, if you want to really like, this is expensive lifestyle. That is. Prep meal, all that. Yeah. Man, that's expensive. <laughs> but it teaches discipline though. 
It does. That, that's what I was getting into. It, it teaches you work ethic. Because you have to sleep, right? You have to get your eight hours of rest. Is that where you got your work ethic? No, I believe I got my work ethic, honestly, from my stepfather. No question about it. Really? Seeing how he grinds. And he, he my whole life, he also meet him and, uh, and my mother got married when I was 12. And I just see his come up, right? He just started building his businesses. So I seen the come up and the work ethic and how he sacrificed for, for my mother and my sister. solid guy though, right? Well, a solid guy, man. He, he taught me everything. That's, that, that's my mentor. That's my partner. Yeah. With. It's crazy that you said that because on the last episode when I was talking to my brother, I was telling him it's very important for a man to have a strong male figure in their life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, one of my mean? uncle, which is my, my mother, brother, mm -hmm. he passed away. May God bless his, bless his soul. And that was probably, he was more, he was not like the businessman, but he's more so giving back to the community. He was big on that. Always give back to the community. Uh, always give back to the kids. And I think I got it because I'm, I'm a huge on that. Giving back to the kids and just For giving sure. back to your community or people. I think I got that from my uncle. But I think the straight up work ethic and uh, and the business etiquette. And Was I he a business guy too? He was not. He was more of a philanthropist. Is that what you call it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he always did it for the community. For the parents. Always trying to get the community together, you know? Because you amazing. know, in this world, we're always like, we're, all, we're never together, right? Never. Let's say your community, my community, we're just all over the place. We're just, you see on this side, I'm going to on my side. We're never helping each other, bringing the kids together. I think that's important to have a sense of community and any community. I think that's really important. I think that's being lost with through social media. That's being completely lost. I know. So like, I yeah. agree with you. I was literally talking about that the other day, man. I was like, what happened to the actual nuclear family? Exactly. Like the pride of the fa of like the actual real family homes and all that. Honestly. And the crazy part is, is how, when we grew up, we were surrounded by uh, Israeli Jewish people. Sure. I think we were the only Lebanese Muslim family there. Yeah. And then you would have thought that's at the height of the feud between Israel and Lebanon, right? Yeah. Damn. They were the most amazing neighbors. I believe you, man. Because we are, so obviously we're very neighborly, right? Absolutely. And they were the same in return, man. I had a great yeah. time with them all. You know, they're, everybody was a great, it was like, it was just beautiful across the board. Play with the kids. You know what? That's the problem, eh? We're these kids are so goddamn glued to their phone. They forget that there's a life outside of technology. Yeah. Just literally walk to the front door, open that door, yeah. and get these kids to play Absolutely. together. I think we're the last generation that quote-unquote went outside. I think so. I'm, I'm 28. I'm not sure how old you are, but you're pretty close to my age. I'm 32. Yeah. So, yeah, we're the last generation that yeah. really were outside. I remember my mom was like, yeah, go outside. I had no cell phones. Like, come back whenever. And she no wasn't worried. Phone. Not my sister's. They go out for like three minutes. I get anxiety. <laughs> and I'm just their brother, right? That's crazy. It's anxious. Think about it. These days, so I've been in my last apartment complex for almost three years now. I don't even know my neighbor's name. That's insane. I don't know who my neighbors are. I see them. I don't know their names. I've never talked to them. I don't know. Apartments I find are weird. Even when they I live are in the weird. They are weird. But imagine like, at least you want to know their names. If you need sugar. Let's say I need sugar. It'll be awkward if I go knock and ask for sugar. Fuck I don't even know rather. their names. You'd rather go to the store. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to the store. <laughs> Let's say I need something simple, right? And it's like, I don't even know their names. How can I ask for sugar? I don't Isn't even know their names. You'd rather go to the store and get it yourself just so you don't introduce yourself? Is it, See the mentality that we've came times. to? That's what I'm saying. Times I, are different. Like I literally, I was looking at my son the other day and I looked at my wife. I'm like, there's no way, no way, <laughs> no way. I'm like, I refuse to accept this. Right. I absolutely right. refuse to accept this. When you go to like, so when we go back to my uh, parents' neighborhood, right? It's yeah. been the same neighbors. I've, I've known this. It's the same people my whole life. I know. Now they have kids. Yeah. So when our kids see each other, bro, it's amazing. They're playing the whole shebang. It's 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 very fun to watch. It's refreshing. Because as soon as they get inside, everybody's glued to the phone, I but know, not man. my sister's kids. Yeah. We refuse, bro. Yeah. I remember I used to go just you're, go. You're destroying you these kids. I know. They're, they're dying slowly, man. It's going to be a, a different type of pandemic, right? 100%. Is that the word? Epidemic? Yeah, another epidemic coming with these kids and glued to their phones. I mean, I'm looking at my little sisters. You know, they're like teenagers, 12, yeah. 13. Yeah. They grew up on what? When they, when they were born, they had Netflix. They had YouTube. Yeah, yeah. They had iPads. Yeah. They, they, know, they, they know how to use an iPad and an iPhone when they were like four, three years old. They were efficient with it. They knew exactly how to unlock a phone. You know How what? to go on YouTube. I swear to God, the only... Scary. If you use, that as pro if you use it properly as the tool that it was built to be... Yeah. No problem. Absolutely. But if you use it for entertainment, yeah, that's another story. The thing is, is social, they, you know, a lot of these kids don't even understand social cues anymore. I know, man. You know it's what I mean? It's not their fault, though. It's not their fault. No, it's, uh, it's, it's that's exactly fault. what we're saying yeah. is we have to be able to raise the next generation. 
generation. Yeah. What are you guys doing? That's it's the problem of the parenting. You know what it is? I'll tell you what happened, huh? In our time, yeah. I don't know about your mother, but my sure. mother was a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Okay. So my father worked. Yeah. Mom stayed home. Absolutely. And so did my other aunts. You know for what I mean? For the most part, it was like that for my So family. what did we do? We always linked up. Cousins, this, that, whatever. We had a blast, by the yes, way. Yes, man. We had a blast. The best times of my life. I'm telling you. My yeah. childhood, you know what? Listen, there was hardship and all that, but it was super fun, bro. I know, man. Man, the mischievous best of shit my life, cousins, my cousins would do. Ten cousins in one room. <laughs> Just months of mattresses on the floor. That's it. It yeah, was man. simple. It was fun. So you can have fun out of nothing. Yo, you guys were adventurous. You want to try Absolutely. anything? Go in the, the woods, get lost. Anything. Great times. Anything. Amazing times. Amazing. But man. the crazy part is now parents don't have the energy anymore. Both of them are working. Mm -hmm. By the time they come home, you know, it's crazy how much energy that these going kids Uber have. Ease, going Uber Eats. They don't even cook anymore. Yeah, the parents, no more cooking they're dinners. going Uber Eats, boom. Hey, here's the phone. Choose something on Uber Eats. Yeah, that's what you know. It's I'm telling you, man. I I'm a traditional scary, man. Yeah, I'm a same. traditional man. With traditional values. I don't same, give a fuck. Man. Anybody live there? Yeah, let people live their lives the way you want to live them. I don't care. This is my life. You want to be around me? You want to be with me? This is how I live. Absolutely. So even when I got married, I told my wife if she wants to work for the sake of like she wants to do something to achieve something in her life, by all means. Absolutely. But if it's just to have a little bit more money to enjoy ourselves. Mm -hmm. I, there's no way I can accept that. I'd rather never take away... Uh, you have to leave a parent with the child. Yeah. You're you're taking away access to one of the most important figures in the child's life. Absolutely. For the sake of a couple more dollars, just yeah. so I can... Instead of having a C-class Benz... I you gotta know, see the pros and cons. I go to an E-class Benz. Yeah. You're, 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 throwing, you're throwing out so much... This is time you can, you'll never... It's the one currency in life. Yeah. Exactly. Time. Once it's spent, it never comes yeah. back. I always tell people, I don't care about money. I don't care. Please do not waste my time. 100%. Because I don't know how much of it I have left. Right? 100%. So it's like, that, that's the thing that like it irks me the most yeah. is when people waste my time, man. 100%. I just get furious, man. So why in the end of the day for a couple more dollars? It's a dual income society. Mm -hmm. But the crazy part is, is I'm it's a single income. And on top of that, I take care of my parents. I take care of myself. All it takes is drive, bro. Just have some balls. Take a risk. Go out there. Stop wasting your time. Stop wasting your life. If you want something, go get it. No one's going to give no it to you. No one's going to give. No one's going to give it to you. Absolutely a lot of these no people, they feel like everybody owes them something. Nobody know, owes man. you nothing. Nothing. No one's going to help you. There's No one's going to come and rescue you. Hey, man, uh, you don't, no one's going to come out of nowhere and give you the best uh, business proposal of all time. It doesn't work like that. No. It's like a movie. What, what were you going to call your podcast? Sorry, I was actually, I've been wanting uh, to ask you. Two SA podcast. Two SA. If you see my name on Instagram, Kenny Holiday, Two SA. Two SA stands for two steps ahead. Because I always pride me and my, and my brothers, we always pride ourselves of, it, even if it's fashion, if it's entertainment, if it's sports, if it's technology. Oh, you look fresh, bro. So nice <laughs> thank shoes, you. actually. Yeah, thank you very much, brother. I appreciate it. You look great as well yourself. Very nah, sharp. Man, as always. I need to lose the weight. I don't fit in clothes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know those ones. You know what I do? Well, when I get a bit bigger, I buy clothes that are smaller for me. So expensive the expensive That's clothes. Not the cheap clothes. So I buy the expensive clothes <laughs> that are smaller for me. That's so hilarious. I worked myself to lose the weight so I can That's get in the clothes. I literally do the same thing. Bro. That's, That's my trick. So yeah, so 2SA podcast, 2SA means for two steps ahead. But I'm trying to I'm trying to get the, the trademark for it before I put it out there, right? Don't take forever, bro. Yeah, I know, I know. Just, yeah, I know, I know. Honestly, I know. don't. You know, the problem is, is we think... We think too much of what people think of us. I couldn't care less about what people think of me. But that that took but time. That took time. That's what I'm saying. Put I probably got that. I'm 28 now. That probably took me maybe until I was about 26, man, two years ago. Like really not giving a fuck about what people think. I mean, yeah, it took like a lot of. To so put it out. Of, yeah, it took a lot of work to get that out of my system. Because yeah, I used to be, oh, what are they going to think? Uh, you know, what is what are my aunts going to think? What are my uncles are going to think? My cousins, my family, this and that. My high school friends, my university buddies. No, I just couldn't care less, man. I'm just doing Do me, you? trying to live my best life. I mean, I'm a God fear man, first and foremost. I think that's what I that's a that's what keeps me straight. Honestly, I mean, anything I do, any decision I make, I, I'm thinking of a way like I'm a God fear man, you know? I'm 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 with you, man. Absolutely. So I think I think that's what keeps me out of trouble for the most part. That's the only thing that keeps you trouble. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't <laughs> for that, Lord knows Lord knows what I have done. Oh my you know? god. You know, I Lord feel knows. you on that one, man. Lord I was tell Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will handle it. You know, I'm just gonna. Even right now, I'm going through a certain situation where an old friend sure. 
you just screwed me on like eighty thousand bucks on yeah. a bad business. It it happens. I've had some dark thoughts. Yeah, man. The only thing that keeps the dark thoughts in check yeah. is literally the faith, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my best friends. But uh, I, hey, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to cut you off. One of my best friends, childhood friends. Basically, uh, before I started the business about three years ago, uh, I was the type of guy like, like I said, networking, right? I used to put, okay, this person and that person. He, you need that. I know that person that has that. I'll connect you guys, right? Networking. So one of my good friends, best buddy of mine. So I hook him up with this guy, right? Yeah. And he screws him over on the products. He gives him a bullshit product, right? 10,000 word of product, right? So then the guy calls me like, hey, your friend, uh, your friend gave me fixed stuff. So I call back the friend, straight to voicemail, whatever. I go to his house. Hey, man, you know what you did? Do the right thing. Fuck you. Close, close the door. It's crazy. Yeah. Greek so I'm like, know. okay, I'm going to give him 40 hours, two days. I come back two days. Come on, man. Get your, you know, get your shit together. Do the right thing. You know what you did? I didn't do anything wrong. Lose it again. So in that moment, I had to, <laughs> I was heated, man. But for I sure. I was furious. You know what I did? I took the 10,000. At that time, I was, uh, it must have been like 24, 25. I took 10,000. I didn't have that much money at the time. 10,000 yeah. was basically all my savings. I took 10,000. I'm surprised you had 10,000. Most people not <laughs> right? even got 1,000. At 10,000, I, I gave it to, and I had to go deep in the savings to yeah. grab that money. And I hate going to the savings. That's 100%. not a fun time. I had to go to the savings. I gave it 10,000 to, because I connected them, right? So I got to take some accountability here. I give the 10,000. I think that's the moment where I was like, that, it put, it, like, that changed me, I think, that moment. Because that was literally like one of my best friends. So that changed me forever. I believe like, You can't trust anyone. But I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that guy. You know, I got, you can't trust anyone, this and that. I mean, yeah, there's people to trust, but you better be careful, man. You know what, man? The, the only advice when it comes to that, I've lost, I swear to God, in the last couple of years, hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, absolutely. I say, you know what? It's you have to you go in with an open mind but a closed heart. Mm, I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you you listen and analyze everything that you're saying. You can't judge everybody by the same book, but honestly, most of the snakes they have the same pattern. They're so good though. You know what They're I mean? So good. But you know what? Psychopaths. After you get screwed over enough times, yeah, you see life, the patterns. No offense to anybody, if you can't see the patterns anymore, you've been yeah, yeah, 100%. you're straight up stupid. But you it's, see the patterns, man. Watch them. Watch well, they're, them. Like they're, I don't know if they're sociopaths. Is that the word for it? I don't know. Or psychopaths. Socio or psychopaths? Socio? I'm not sure, but one of them. And man, these people, some of them are good, man. Yeah, you know. A hundred times I get people know. come into my store. Hey, man, I have X, Y, Z for you at that price. I'm like, okay. And then it's just like, they're just full of shit, man. They're just yeah. talking to talk. I'm just like, what's going on here? But yeah, you got to see, I guess, the snakes. Because they're good. Some of them are good. You know man. what, man? What pisses me off is especially, first of all, if you're going to do business, do business. Be Always be honorable in business. A hundred percent. Always be honorable in business. I said this before. I'll say it a thousand times. I'll say it till the day I die. If you think you can fool everybody, you're going to get caught. You got a hard time coming And the it. worst part is, is once you get put to the light and it shines bright mm -hmm. and you're all over that wall, everybody sees you. Yeah, everybody sees you. And you're gonna, the one thing that you hold on to dearly is that name of yours and you're going to ruin that completely. Yeah. What baffles me is how there's people that literally wake up and they're like, who is the next guy I'm fucking today? Yeah, man. I know it's a few of those wild guys, to me. It's wild. It's like as an example, this guy that owes me, what I think it was 82 grand now. Yeah. It just happened. The guy kept leading me. Oh, we're friends. We're friends. We're doing business together. I took a contract, whatever this, that, and the third. And then I was doing all this work for him. Then you know what? He starts, you know, a month goes by and two months go by yeah. and three months go by. Bro, where's the payments? Yeah. And what do you mean? He's like, you have to bill on a certain date. Yeah. I said, where's the payment? I did. And then now it's like as if they're playing stupid, this, that, and the of third. Course. And then they'll find any way in the contract to be like, oh, you know what? You've done this. Of course. You're man. out. I'm you don't not getting a single suppliers. Part. He's a piece of shit. This guy's a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And he, the crazy part is, is okay, I already hate him. Eh? I mm -hmm. hate him with all my heart. Of and if he thinks I won't go to war, I'll go to war seven days a week. I'll die going to war. The crazy part is, as I was number five mm -hmm. of the people at that site that got screwed over by this man, there was four more. And the crazy part is, I found once you start doing some digging, this guy thinks I'm a joke or something. Like, I don't know people. Eh? I started doing some digging. I had to make some phone calls. Of course. Bro, this guy screwed over half the city. How is yeah. he still around? Still, how are you even still in the same industry, man? Somebody got to put him out. Yeah, some people are good though. Like you know what I mean. For instance, let's talk about this guy. He screwed over how many people? And not honestly, from what I have on the list, I think there's 14, bro. That's what I'm saying. Some that's people, wild. some people are really good at it. That's that's what 
that's their, that's how they make money. That's their living, right? And you got to be careful with these people, right? Because you start doing good, man. They start hearing about it. They come around. They give you a, a fake face. You got to be careful, man. Honestly, that's man. Scary. I already saw the flags. I just didn't think yeah. you would try it with me. Yeah. You know what you I mean? You was trying to give the people benefit of the doubt, right? You know what? Uh, for me, it was almost like I, I made myself naive because of the journey into this new religious sense. Absolutely. I was trying to be a better Muslim. But the, fr the funny part is... As they think they can try you, bro. I'm the same beast I was back yeah. in the days. So never, yeah. A lion is a lion, no matter you, if he's just, dormant just, or he's awake. You just kind of keep it down, but it's That's always it. on you. So you always got a dog in you. But you know what? I'm happy you did it, though. Why? Because I was a lion that used to roar, and then I became dormant, thinking that's the way it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But now he woke him back up again, mm -hmm. and I'm very fierce. Absolutely. So I needed that wake-up call. I'll take the lesson. If yeah. this guy thinks you he's going to keep the me down, it comes to the bro, I'll take an L and I'll come right back. I don't care. It comes to the There's territory. no way I'm ever going to stop. But yeah. that's the difference between me, you, and a lot of other people. That's how you bounce back. It's all about the bounce back. That's how you bounce back. Because you're going to take L's, a lot of L's. People think the first year you start a business, you're going to start making money. I get a reality check for you. The first year, you're lucky if you make a dollar profit. That's a fact. The second year, you're lucky if you make $2 profit. Yeah. Man, it's tough. People think it's like a walk in the party. I'll start, boom, we start. Man, you got, it's going to be ugly. The ground is ugly. It's not, it's, it's, not, it's not beautiful at all. You know what's funny about your business? What? Everybody wants to come and haggle. Yeah. Everybody yeah. wants People to come People always tell me, like, I have friends that hit me up. Hey, man, this, this person started this. This person turned that. I'm like, brother, honestly, I couldn't care less. It's not about who did it first. It's about who's doing it right, who's treating the, the customers right. You know, I, I like this bar that Drake has. It's not about who did it first. It's about who did it right. It's a fact. And that always speaks volume to me. And I, I, I think this is enough for everyone. And I wish everyone nothing but the best. And it's war, man. I'm ready, man. If Let's they, get it, man. It's war, man. To, Let's get it. And, but I wish everyone the best. I have, like, I don't care, man. I wish them the best. If anything, we can do business together, man. I don't care. I couldn't care less. That's I believe it's enough for everyone. It's competition. Don't get me wrong. Friendly competition? Maybe not, man. It's competition. It's one-on-one. -on -one. Let's get it. Like, I, I want all the smoke, you know? I yeah. love the competition. That's what gets me going, right? I need the competition, if anything. I get bored, man. You know, it's crazy. I get bored. Right now, I'm already bored. I want to start something new. I'm already bored, but I'm like, okay, no. In my head, I was like, let me wait till I'm 30. I got two more years. And then, you know, I'll go to the next venture. Why not? If you have, you know what, man? I I don't, everything happens at the right time yeah. in the right place. But at the same time, you'll never know until you try it. Yeah, I know. I know. You know what I mean? I gotta keep, I'm going to keep saying the same thing, man. Yeah. Yo, put out your content already. Yeah. Yeah, I know, man. I'm, listen, I'm still, the more you wait, listen, I don't I know, care brother. what you have to say. Because sure. everyone said it before sure. you. I'm going to keep saying it after Absolutely, you. Yeah. A perfect plan tomorrow. No a good day, a good plan today beats a perfect plan tomorrow. I like that. None of your shit's ever going to be perfect. Yeah. The same way none of my shit's ever yeah. going to be perfect. Just put it out there, man. Put it out. Eh? Put the Let them start out. to see who you are. Put your yeah. stuff. Bro, it's it's a process. That's what I'm realizing about this. If you're doing this, to, one thing I realized about doing the podcasting, yeah. if I'm doing it strictly to be able to make an income. It's not about the money, yeah. <sighs> Impossible. Just yeah, even yeah. the amount I've spent on equipment. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing everything here. Of, building the studio and the whole shebang. I'm not going to see a return for a while. You have to do it for the love of the game. Yeah. So I do a lot of different things right now. I don't love them. Yeah. I sure I like them in the moment, but I genuinely love doing this. Mm -hmm. So it's something that you want to do, bro. I'm telling you, just go out yeah, there. That's bro. like a... Don't procrastinate. I don't say, you're right, you're right. You're going to over plan and underexecute, yeah. and you're back to the same. It's business 101. It's just I know, literally... Man, know, Come man. on, bro. You I guys know, been I'm business, man. This summer. Content's coming this Yo, summer. Yo, guys, get Kennedy to get his stuff out here, bro. We're going to have another podcast. To a podcast competing, to you soon. I promise. Instead of competing, we're going to collaborate because in the end of the day, the, the unity of powers and numbers... As amounts more to the unity of one or the power of one, right? Yes, so we'll talk about competition. Honestly, I believe in more of collaboration. If I can get a lot of people on the same board, yeah. And every you know what I always realized the whole rule of the the rule of the way the Jews do things. Mm -hmm. It's Man. like if one Jew is making money, there's five else that are eating. Mm -hmm. And they always put it back into their community. I love how they do it, man. Good They're for them. They're doing it the right way, man. Good for them. I have a um, lot of admiration for the Jew community, honestly. Yeah, bro. I've learned a lot. I grew up with them, bro. Yes. They taught me a lot. Amazing people. The crazy part is, is we're the opposite. Once we start to see one of our own start to take off, it's back to the lobster Don't bucket. Don't get me theory. started with that, man, in our, in our community. I'm telling you, that's what yeah. ends up happening. So the thing is, the way I look at it is if, let's say, Kennedy is the only one, if there's six of you around and only Kennedy's eating, everybody knows Kennedy's going to show you. But now if you come and you hit me up and you're like, oh, you know what? Yusuf's eating and everybody else is eating mm -hmm. around him. They're going to be like, okay, what's going on here? They're going to come to that man. He's going to lead the ship. Yes. So then in the end of the day, it might be a small start, 
but it's going to be a long ride and it's going to be a great win, you know? You know what hit me, Yusuf? It's when I started the business, uh, I thought, hey, my, my high school friends are going to support me. My friends are going to support me. My cousin, my family, you know who supported me? Strangers. Oh, 100%. People I don't even know. We're reposting myself. We're supporting me. Strangers. I don't know these people. Or people I just met in the last year or two. People that I knew my whole life. Nothing. I love no comments. that you just said this. Huh? And then obviously one piece, they start hearing about you. Hey, man, you know, the messages comes and it's like, well, like, where were you when I needed the, you know, the, the little extra boost, the little help? It was strangers that was helping me. Cowards love to see a hero fall, it's bro. That's all they're waiting for, man. But I don't take it personal, but you really no. realize, man. No, you did take it personal. Don't lie, bro. Everybody takes 100%. it personal. 100% did. You got their mad. Uh, right personal. away, even in the beginning, I'm like, man, you got what, their the, took what the fuck is going on? I'm like, I took care of you guys my whole life. Yeah. What, how hard is it? It's not even about that. Just reposted. That's put it. On your story. Like, you know, we're not asking a lot. It's like, I'm talking about people that you grew up with, sandbox. Yeah. I'm talking about sandbox. People. Cousins, you know, your whole life, nothing. Nothing. And That's then who's saying. supporting you? Strangers. You don't even know. They don't yeah. even know you. Of this trend of just the, of this trend of probably just how you treat people, right? Because yeah. when I, my customers, my clients, man, I treat them with the utmost respect. 100%. No matter what. You know how the customer is always right? They're always right, man. Even if they're 100% in the wrong, it's okay, you know? You're right. I'm in the wrong. I'll make it right. You know what? It's always about keeping good relations. Yeah. I'm going to leave. I'm gonna, I want to say this one story. I haven't even said this story before, sure. but I'm going to say this story. And then because we're running out of time, but now you got me on this talk about supporting my supporting. Yeah. I remember when I first, so when I started, when I opened up Monarchy Build, okay. Monarchy Build started off with me going, this is years ago. I got screwed over by an old business partner that was a relative. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not going to say names. Yeah. We're on good relationships now. We got screwed over. Anyways, I started a business with him and he owes me a lot of money. Yeah. Every time we used to get uh, paid from the customers, the guy would go and collect the money. Mm -hmm. And it was a three-way business, father, son, and then me. Sure. Okay. So, anyways, I only was gonna part. I only wanted to do it with a son. I don't know where now that dad had to be involved. So, anyways, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, man, I already know what's gonna happen because two can side up against you, and it's father and son. That's true. Anyways, the son, they're both amazing people. Anyways, shit happened. It didn't work out. I'm not gonna talk more about how much it didn't work out, but. He said something to me that just turned on a rage in me. And he's like, you got to amount to nothing without me. Mm, Any man that's classic. ever said that to me has always swallowed his words. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know back down from a challenge. Yeah. I said, you think that? No problem. I love to say, give me so much I'm not even going to prove you wrong. I don't have Watch. time to waste. Watch. I'm going to do my own thing. So you know what I did that same day? I went home. I went to my neighbor's house. My neighbor is, my neighbor's in his 80s now. So this is like he was in his 70s at the time. I went up to him. His name is Andreas. I went up to him. He's like, how are you, my son? I said, listen, I need a favor. He's like, what is it? I'm like, I need to borrow a ladder. An extension ladder, right? Yeah. Roofing. Yeah. Okay. What do you need it for? And then he looked at me and he's like, I had that look in my eye. He's like, you know what? Don't worry, take it. Yeah. I'm not even going to ask. Yeah. I trust. I know you know what you're doing. Okay. I go out of the next door. My sister's a snake. She moves next door to my parents. <laughs> eh? It's the easiest quick babysitters you'll ever have in your life. <laughs> She's uh, she's literally four doors down. Yeah, I go to her house. My brother in law is my partner today. He's yeah. an amazing guy. Absolutely. <clears throat> I'll go up to him. I said, Yo, Mo, I need your tool belt. I said, What the fuck do you need a tool belt for? I said, Mo, give me your tool belt. Okay. I'm like, You have a hammer. He's like, Here you go. <laughs> I'm like, You have a crowbar. He's like, Here you go. I'm like, You have nails. He's like, Bro, you want me to come do the job for you? I said, Just give it to me and don't worry about the rest. Yeah. I don't hear. Okay, halas, here you go. I literally tied that, bro. I strapped that tool belt. Yeah. I had that ladder on my shoulder. And I swear to God, I started going door to door, knocking door to door, trying to solve roof repairs. Yeah. And then I sold my first, yeah. second, third, fourth. Domino effect. And now, how many trucks do we have? How many trailers do we have? Monarchy is a big name. That whole thing started off on my back with no money. No money. So if anybody ever tries to tell me, oh, you know what? You had anything handed to you, Tell or you money. can't start a business with no money. With the right motivation, you will find any method mm -hmm. to you make it into that field. And like I said, I started the whole thing door to door. It's a very powerful tool. But not everybody can go door to door. It takes balls. Yeah. It's very nerve-wracking. You go and you knock oh on the God. door. Hey, are you the anxious. homeowner? Right away, they're, they're thinking, oh, here whoa, comes a sleazy whoa, whoa. sales yeah. guy. It's not easy doing whatever that is to do. So I'm just saying. It's the hardest, it's the hardest one. I started off that whole business, yeah. this entire empire now with yeah. the monarchy, Absolutely. monarchy building stuff like that, doing that. So 
I get sick and tired of hearing, oh, you know what? I didn't get a lucky break. I never got a lucky break. And you'll never, lucky break. You know what? If you're lucky, you get one. But I can tell you right now, luck has nothing to do with this game. I think luck is a, is a byproduct of hard work. It's All this game is is hard work, consistency, consistency. and that's it. You just keep that's it every single day. You're gonna lose, you're gonna fail, but keep at it. That's Eventually it. you're gonna be at the right place at the right time, find the right opportunity. Why? Because you're constantly grinding, you're putting in the time. Eventually you're just gonna cross path with this opportunity. Might be life changing. But if you're if you're just sitting down watching TV, doing something that's unproductive, you know, and you you have to you have to keep yourself in a not only in a healthy environment, but you, uh, you gotta keep you gotta stay around people that want better for that's themselves. You know, because friends, I know it's your high school friends, your sandbox friends, man, those people, they'll keep you down, man. You have got to be careful. You know what? Find the right people. Sometimes you have to cut off people. It sucks. It hurts. And it's hard at times. It's what fucking it hard. Hurts? Even relationships, you got to cut off relationships. It might be toxic. It's hard. It's going to suck for a while, man. But you have to, if you're trying to grow and trying to take it to the next level, man, you have no choice. You got to cut off some people. That's it what it sucks, is. man. Don't get me wrong. It, it hurts, man. It hurts, honestly. You know what? I agree with you. I've done it many, many times. But at the same time, you know what? At some point, the pain doesn't get any less. It just gets more numbing. Yeah. yeah. Because you just, you know, you just, you got your assignment. You know what you got to do. Yeah. And the whole thing about having friends that are always doing, let's say if in the end of the day, if you want, like, you go into the gym and you have a bunch of friends that go to the gym. Yeah. The reason why it's good, it's not because you're going to do what your friends do. Mm -hmm. It's because they're going to hold you accountable. The second you start to you're like, oh, you know what? I'm starting to slip. They're going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Get yeah. off your ass. Let's go, bro. Yeah. Come on. What's going on here? You're slipping. Yeah. yeah. Or by default, you're going to be like, oh my God, I'm the one that's slipping here. I'm watching. Yeah, them. Exactly. What am I doing here? You know what I mean? Exactly. But it's hard to find those people. And when you do find those people, keep them close. My brother, we're running out of time. Yeah. It's been a great Put time. Put your shit out. What's Absolutely. the name of your we'll podcast again? To SA Podcast. To SA. Very soon. Two steps ahead. Two steps ahead. To you got to see it. If he doesn't launch, I'm, keep I'm one of those signs, please and thank you. No problem. Please <laughs> <laughs> and thank you. You heard it here first, guys. Kennedy, go visit him. If you're in the Ottawa region, go to Hookah King. That's actually where I get all my stuff from anyways. Uh, anything that you need other than uh, tobacco, obviously everything else is legal. He gets the hookahs, the heads, whatever, whatever you need. Anything. It's amazing stuff anyways. Amazing quality. Going Thank to you. see my boy here. Thank you. Appreciate my you, fellow sir. king, my man. Absolutely. It's a pleasure, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you get, very much, brother. Get to have you here,